0: Welcome to the Research Podcast. I'm Alicia Gregory, Director of Research Communications at the University of Kentucky. Donna Arnett is the Dean of the UK College of Public Health. A prolific researcher with a 20-year track record of NIH funding, Arnett came to UK in 2015. She is a past president of the American Heart Association, and she studies how genes influence our disease risk and predict our response to treatment. When asked why she became a researcher, she gave me her family's response. You know, I've asked my family members this
1: question. I said, why, you know, why do you think I'm a researcher? And their answer was, you always ask questions about everything. So I think I've been asking questions my whole life, and I just discovered epidemiology later in my nursing career, and it just really excited me about the potential to answer really important questions.
0: Do you remember your very first research project?
1: Tell me a little bit about it. I actually do. So I got into research when I left clinical nursing and went into research. And so it was my first time of actually implementing studies and the excitement about doing studies was just so overwhelming that I decided to design my own little project. So I did this. I studied why some people develop enlargement of their heart with hypertension, while others don't, even at the same level of blood pressure. It really was the foundation of of ultimately going into genetics. So I studied 12 men across a period of of a day, all day long, measuring their blood pressure every hour and looking at their variability in blood pressure. And uh, wrote my first abstract and presented at a national meeting and it was just life-changing.
0: Tell me a little bit about the area of research you focused on and why did you pick that area?
1: I am a genetic epidemiologist which means that I study the causes of diseases and population that have a genetic source and for years I've been doing what we now know as precision medicine, really understanding what genes predict our response to treatment and our response to the environment in terms of predicting disease or predicting responsiveness to a therapy. So I really got interested in this whole variability of response to treatment, variability of the response of the body to blood pressure or other environmental stimuli back in those clinical research practice days. And why I focused on genetics, I'll never forget, in my hallway in this VA hospital, every day the the men would be coming down the hallway, they're almost all African American, Heading to the dialysis, and I saw them, you know, three times a week because they came for dialysis every other day. I said, You know, there has to be something about being African American and having kidney failure. I mean, it ha- there has to be something. My hypotheses have evolved quite a bit from them, but that was the genesis of why I went into genetic epidemiology.
0: What have been some of the most fulfilling moments for you in regards to your research?
1: Well, there are many, you know, I think probably the most fulfilling and they're hard to measure by publications because we all have those. They're really seeing, it gives me goosebumps, seeing your mentees really do something spectacular to be on a a national or international stage presenting work from the projects that you created and that they're getting to report. I mean, we've had some really fun scientific findings, like my favorite thing about hypertrophy, you know, why is it that some heart's hypertrophy in the context of hypertension? And we were one of the first groups to report that this, these neural adhesion molecules were significantly associated with that in hypertensives. But those, those findings, while important, to me as a mentor, it's, it's seeing my mentees up on stage. How
0: has your research impacted the way you train students?
1: Science is now really multidisciplinary. So we have to function in a team. And I think it's really important to bring people up and to work in multidisciplinary teams. So the way that my teams function, you know, I've been working with basic scientists since the day I started in genetics, you know, and and working with my lab experts and my statistical experts. So bringing that team together and building that team has really impacted how I train my fellows, because they
0: also need to be engaged in team science. So what motivated you to move from a very research-focused role to become dean?
1: Well, that's a great question, and I have not actually left my research role. I still have three R01s. Those are NIH-funded grants that I brought here to UK. I'm still working on them. I have the team, so you know I'm able right now to do both. I don't know that I can ever leave it 100% behind because it, it's such a passion of mine to answer these questions. But I was ready for that next step and in terms of administration of having a bigger vision that goes beyond the research.
0: You served as president of the American Heart Association. What impact did that opportunity have on you? Being president of the AHA,
1: American Heart Association was transformational for me. It broadened my perspectives of how to look at health and disease in populations. And knowing that you can't answer really complex problems with one simple solution, that it really takes multi-sectoral partnerships to be able to accomplish things in populations. You know, as scientists, we've known we've we've needed multidisciplinary teams to answer questions. What I learned in the American Heart Association is that it really takes partnerships coming together to solve the really tough challenges of heart disease, obesity, diabetes, cancer in our populations. If we're going to address it, it's going to take us working together with multiple people and groups.
0: Related to that is in Kentucky and particularly the UK, we talk a lot about health disparities. We have a lot of those in our state. What kind of impact can public health research have on those issues?
1: You know, public health is at the heart of answering the challenges of those critical diseases in Kentucky. You know, I was born in London, Kentucky. My whole family lives in eastern Kentucky. And so I see firsthand the impact, uh, the devastating impact of obesity, of diabetes, of cancer, and even unintentional injuries, second leading cause of death in in Kentucky. And much of it is from drug abuse and drug overdoses that are unintentional. So we at public health are really at the forefront of of first detecting these epidemics, and then finding strategies and interventions to help uh, eliminate those disparities.
0: What are some of your top goals as Dean of the College of Public Health?
1: Well, my very first goal is to let UK know what public health is. We just started an undergraduate program two years ago. We've grown well beyond what we ever envisioned that we could do. And just letting people know that what the field is, how it adds value to the UK community, how it adds value to the state of Kentucky. So that's my first goal. My second goal is really partnering with the the infrastructure of public health in the state, which is really a very strong infrastructure, and working with our health system to build the bridge between public health and medicine. Really, it's health as a continuum, and thinking how we can unite those two together to really impact health and populations. That's really um, my second largest goal. You know, I have other goals about improving our research productivity. Um, Believe it or not, we're an incredibly research-intensive group with over 60% of our funding for our salaries of our faculty being supported by research. So we're probably, if not the best, research machine on campus per per faculty member. But I want to further strengthen that in terms of National Institutes of Health rankings, and that's the third objective. And the fourth is really to keep our great programs going on from the educational perspective. We have a true asset in that our students love our faculty. They get a lot of attention from our faculty and, and that special bond I want to maintain.
0: What would you tell someone who's thinking about joining the research enterprise at UK? The reason I joined is that the need is
1: great. So there are such special and interesting disparities in Kentucky that are different than any other part of the country. And they're complex and, and challenging in ways that, that are not a- apparent in other areas of the country. So I think it's a rich environment for asking really deep and challenging questions. So those are the kind of questions I like to ask, and, and that's the reason I would encourage other researchers
0: to come and make UK their home. So you mentioned that's part of the reason you chose to come here. Were there any other reasons you chose UK?
1: Well, you know, I'm a Kentucky colonel. My family's from Kentucky, so it was just natural for me to come back home, and it felt like coming back home to come here. When I got my letter, I remember it saying, Welcome to the UK family, and there really is this sense here of community. There's a sense of collegiality that I haven't witnessed at other institutions. So
0: those are some other reasons. So one final question, what do you do outside of the office that you enjoy the most?
1: Well, I only have one hobby. It is a fairly consuming hobby, but that's training dogs. So I have three Border Collies that compete or are in training to compete in agility. And we do about one trial a month where we go out and we run these courses and do our best. <laughs> I have been doing it about six years, and my, my dog finally completed his Master Agility Championship last
0: fall, so we made our milestone. Thanks, Donna, and thank you for listening to The Research Podcast. To subscribe to our podcasts on SoundCloud or iTunes, search University of Kentucky Research Media, and visit our site, reveal.uky.edu.